Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Jamie. And we are Shade Tree Chefs. All right, uh, I've got a few topics today. Uh, we're bringing back a special guest, Nick. Uh, for all of you who have listened to our other episodes, he was most recently on our pizza episode. Yep. And what was the first thing we talked about? You That was quite a few episodes ago. You remember, Nick? Oh, the grilling horror story. Oh, grilling horror story. Yeah, that's right, when you lost power. Um, yep. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a good one. A good uh, adapt uh, adapting to, adapting to what was and, going on, adapting and overcoming. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah so so so, uh, so let's start out, Jamie. Um, you recently got an accessory for your grill. Yeah, I got the Vortex, which is patent pending, or probably has a patent already. Um, but basically. It's designed like a dog cone. It looks just like a, a cone you'd put on your dog so it doesn't uh, chew on itself or, or whatever after a surgery. That's all I can think of. But yeah. it's made out of steel. Um, but to claim the fame on this thing is basically it gives you nice crispy wings, which I've already, I wouldn't say perfected, but I've already I've, I've mastered. Um, so I kind of was uh, not, what, leery? Is that the word I'm looking for? Well, I, I think skeptical. Well, skeptical or like, do I really need this? Do you know, I need I've another? This, I have a way of doing this that that's pretty solid. Yeah. Do I need another accessory where where it's going to do the same thing I can already do with my Weber baskets, which I got for free? Um, so I used it once, and I would say, I mean, real quick, right to the point, I would say it, it was really hot. It it put out. I think I was hovering around five hundred degrees. Okay. Upper four hundreds. Which is pretty close to what I had with the baskets, but it was I, I think it was a lot more convenient because um, the way I did it, I, I filled up the, the vortex itself. Let me, let me describe it a little bit better. Like I said, it's a dog cone. So I put it... Um, what about like a lampshade? Okay, like a lampshade. <laughs> so I put the lampshade in the center of my Weber grill, which is circular anyways. And so it sits right in the middle. And then I filled up the center of it with charcoal. Lit, unlit? Unlit. unlit. Um, and then, so it's more like a funnel. I'm sorry. It's more like a funnel. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> in, like a in funnel way, in ways, you know. Except still with a pretty big opening. Before the end of this episode, we'll be calling it like 15 different things. So you're saying it's like a telescope? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So so I filled it up uh, most of the way with unlit coals, and then I um, then I I lit a, a small chimney full of lit coals and got it going that way. That way, the fire itself spread from top to bottom and then once i had that going everything was you know starting to warm up i threw a chunk of wood on there and then i got my temperature i got my at least 400 some degrees um i would say the way i use it the way it was advertised as on like i said it's on a lot of social media a lot of people are are ranting raving about it um i was able to get pretty high temperatures with it and almost similar results as I did with uh, the the Weber baskets. Okay. I, did any time knocked off on it? I would say yeah, just because it did produce a little bit higher temperatures uh, by maybe twenty five to to seventy five degrees. I think I shaved off maybe ten minutes or so off my total cook time, which which wings don't really take that long anyway. So I think around forty minutes in, I was already ready to go like saucing them and, and whatnot. But. Here's a here's a question for you because I'm I'm never uh, this is an area that I I always misjudge. I want to say when I'm dealing with a basket or whatnot. So did you pour the coals in 
and uh, you know, in the vortex, see how much it would hold and, and take a handful or two out to, to light the chimney? No, I, like I said, I, I didn't fill it all the way. I left a little crevice or a little spot on top. Right. So, but did with lighting your mini basket, did you have too many coals? I don't think so. I still had maybe a half inch of space okay. before the, the lip. See, I'm, I'm always that type. I'm going to fill it up. I'm going to probably start. It's either I don't start enough or, yeah. I, or I got too much uh, coals lit. And then it's like, put. luckily, I have another grill. Put it off to the side, close it, try sure. qu- quashing it, you know, to save it for uh, another cook. Yeah, for sure. So, it, I mean, this is one more accessory I have. I mean, if you're in, we're in my garage right now. So if you look around, I mean, you'll see hanging. I've got, you know, different... Um, different grates i've got different accessories the shovel i got a shovel the shovel unrelated to grilling but i got all kinds of random accessories so it's just one more thing one more tool for me to use for for grilling um i it's still too early to say like yeah you should go buy it or no you know save your money and just use the baskets um but i i liked it for the convenience factor and their website does list a couple different other ways you can use it for uh, okay. You can you can flip it upside down, and then you have like the bigger opening of the the lampshade or the um, the funnel or whatever else we traffic have. cone mini traffic cone uh, yeah <laughs> the traffic <laughs> cone yeah whatever you want to call it um, you flip it upside down so you have the large end facing up and you can put like a almost like a small let's say it looks like a pork shoulder like like I said on their website it shows oh, a, yes, yes. a little pork shoulder and you can do like your traditional snake going around the perimeter of it. Yeah, I guess to describe that a little bit better. So um, instead of it holding the coals, they had it flipped over and then had the piece of meat inside of the vortex. In- inside or above it, yeah. Or, or above it, and then they had the coals around it. Yeah, and what it does is it, um, it it directs the heat kind of up and around it instead of, it, it kind of protects the meat from getting seared. So if you're trying to smoke something, you know, that's perfect for it. Yeah, so. I, th- I think I've seen people also where they... Uh, They'll, they'll put other cuts, you know, uh, searing a, a steak or, or something else over it. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the third thing I'm going to talk about is, uh, again, on their website, they show cooking steak. The one thing I'd be leery about is filling that thing up because um, it does sit pretty close to the grate okay. itself. So I, if you're going to have the heat right there, I would probably fill it up maybe halfway. Yeah, think about it, though. You know? I mean, if, if you look online... Uh, or even uh, through Facebook or social media, social media, you'll see these ads, right? Uh, have you have you guys seen the ones for like uh, the steak cooker, right? And then they claim like thousand degrees, like oh, you know, steakhouse, you know, cook steakhouse steaks at home yeah. with this special steak oven, and it gets like a thousand degrees. I mean, I think when we went to uh, the carnivore, yeah. do, do you remember how like blackened? That was, I mean, I know there were some spices on it, but that right. sear they had on it. It had a nice crust on it. So, yeah. Beautiful you saying, crust. You're I'm saying super high heat. like Super just high basically heat. Basically kissing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, for how long? I, I don't know. I've, I haven't used that, but I'm, I bet you I'd give you a nice crust. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, I don't make enough money to want to try that. You know what I mean? Like when I buy steak, for me, it's a special occasion. It's, it's like we're celebrating something or, you know, I don't buy it for any, any day of the week. And if I ruin it by kissing it directly with, you know, 800 well, degrees. Well, that's why you, you look at them first, you know. You, Maybe you, you ex- should. You experiment, and then that's the one you give to the kids or the wife. Or the dog, yeah. Maybe you should do it. Maybe I should do it. I'll lend it to you. You do it, and then uh, you tell me how it is. I mean, I'll do it. Okay. I, I'm, I'm actually very curious, because after yeah. going to a steakhouse like that, you know, of, be, of being able to replicate some of that, that 
that bark or that char that they, they had yeah. on it. And or or we buy some cheap steaks and just try it that way. You know, yeah. Some cheap. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking, you know, go go get some wagyu's or something like or that. Yeah. You know, get get yourself, you know, the grocery store special. Yep. Yep. It's on sale. You know, like buy today because, it's, you know, it's about to expire. Or, I mean, Nick now has been on the show. This is a third time. Technically, I think yeah. I think dues are are probably about doing you know maybe oh. maybe we have him pick up the really nice stuff and we experiment on his money that's yeah that's a good call i mean we did eat his pizza though that's yeah he'll do throw it. Down some... <laughs> all right um so, yeah so that's that's pretty much i mean i i like it more of the story is i like the lampshade i like lamp um, i love lamp i love lamp thank you um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you've used it once, so I think it's uh, uh, probably something that could be a real versatile tool uh, with a little more research and a little more playing around with it. For sure. Yep. I, it's nice to have that. It's nice to have the slow and sear, so I got a bunch of tools I can use. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I think we want to talk about, uh, you had another cook, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> three weekends in a row. So we had Father's Day. Uh, which I just did uh, burgers and dogs, uh, brats, sausage. Uh, th- then uh, the week after was a graduation party, which we talked about ex- extensively. And then we had the 4th of July the following weekend. And it's, it's pretty much, yes, at the, at the graduation party, there was more people. But throughout the, same, uh, throughout the three weeks, I dealt with the same people. So I, it, I was like, what do I cook? Right. At this point, it's like I've I've done brats and burgers, all right. I, I've done pulled pork, pulled chicken. So I I literally just went to the store. You know, uh, we had a couple other things to pick up. I, I said no, we need to start in the meat department. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I personally I don't get sick of barbecue, but uh, maybe some people in the family do. So at what point do you tell you? I ask yourself like, I right, like you said, we've done burgers, brats, pulled pork, ribs. What else? can you do so what did you end up doing well uh, we hadn't i haven't done ribs in quite a while um although the one time we did this oh we did didn't we we did do some ribs well anyways i chose ribs i'm sitting there looking and i I seen uh uh, spare ribs so like you know what i did see i did see brisket and i had it in my hand and i probably i probably stood there for two three minutes like do i try doing this and then i said no let's go something a little safer so Find some spare ribs, pick up like three racks of that. It's like, all right, what else? Maybe not everyone else likes ribs. Right. So then I'm, I'm looking and I've seen whole chickens. I said, well, you know, yes, I, I, I know I just cooked chicken last week, but I pulled it. We're just going to, we're going to cook the chicken. We're just going to hack it up into different pieces and everyone can gnaw on some bones. Sure. So, so then going into it, uh, you know, I just had some store-bought and seasonings and rubs. Right. I mean, for the amount of time I, I had wasn't the greatest. Uh, so it's like, whatever. The only thing I did try different, though, was I, I decided to try making some deviled eggs. Okay. And um, I, I kind of morphed a couple of different recipes. One was uh, Malcolm Reed's, except he had uh, jalapenos in it. And I said, nah, most of the people are going to be here don't want that spice. Yeah. So uh, then I, I, I looked at some others and I kind of melded them together I, I thought they turned out pretty good so that's more of like a special batch that's more of like all right just your family you know people that lo- you know you like spice come right. on over you know i got a special batch of, of of deviled eggs yeah um so so the biggest thing for me was all right uh everyone's coming over at two 
you know, what, what time do we cook? What time do we eat? I'm like, you know what, let's do four. So I'm, I'm figuring, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll figure four, uh, six hours for the ribs. We'll do uh, three, two, one. Sure. And then 90 minutes for the chicken. So uh, especially I was thinking maybe a little bit extra time, given it was spare ribs. I didn't really trim them down at all. So I, I figured that would probably help me as I think the three, two, one overcooks them a little bit. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, boom, get them on. I, I use the ugly drum smoker. I, I agree with the three, two, one is too much. It does kind of make them a little mushy. Oh yeah, three, one, one. Three, one, one, or I just, I don't wrap them anymore. Like, as we're talking right now, I have ribs on the on my Smoky Mountain. Well, for me, kind of also wanting the wrap is giving, I have that heat directly underneath. So I could fit two racks up on the top one, and I'd have one on the bottom. Okay. Um, which, you know, sits seven inches, I think, from the top of the, uh, the firebox. Sure. So I, I was just rotating them every hour, trying to keep that rib off to where the, uh, the fire wasn't, because I kind of started the fire on one side of the box and to allow it just to kind of slowly move from one side to the other. Yeah. So I, I go with my three hours, I wrap it. Uh, I think I actually put the chicken on a little bit early. So I, you know, I wrapped the ribs, get them going, and it was probably about that two-hour mark, maybe not even quite, and I go unwrap it. These things are done. Like right. I, I, I move the one because I'm like, okay, I'll sauce them, put them back on. So I, I open up the foil and uh, kind of lift it up, and a bone just falls out. It's falling apart. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's, that's what I didn't want. Well, yeah. now we're a short an hour, right? Sure. <laughs> so my, my chicken has been on for 30, maybe 40 minutes. Sure. And I thought I bought two of the same size chickens. So, all right, I, I saw some. I put them on there. I close all the vents. Figure 10 minutes. Just warm it up. Uh, get it off put it uh, in some pans, wrap it with foil, throw a blanket over it, keep it warm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the chickens, paying attention there again. I'm not going to repeat what I said last week of, you know, this 165. Chicken's your forte, though, right? That's it, your... it turned out all right, though. <laughs> so, yeah, first one gets done. Uh, it was actually smaller than the, than the other bird. Um, so I think people started eating at that point. I had the second bird on, took, I don't know, 15 more minutes maybe. Yeah. Pulled that off. It looked pretty dark, but that skin was crisp. I mean, I, I cut into it, and I mean, it was just the clear juice. I mean, it, it was a moist bird. Well, actually, let's tell some truth here. You brought it in. And you said, "Hey, can uh, the birds are done? Can you cut?" Those? Oh yeah, the first one, but I, I cut the second one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't give you any credit <laughs> on this. I I sit there and I'm like, hey man, I I, bird- I don't. Chicken's, chicken's not my chicken. thing, dude. I'm going to hack this. So yeah. you want to cut the first one, then yep. by that time you were eat, you know, shoving your face full of, of food yep. uh, when the second one got done. So yeah. I, I cut that one. Turned out, right. I think, all right. But No, they turned out. So yeah, I will comment on that. I, they were good chickens for not being too familiar with cooking it. I mean, it's, you can't really mess up chicken too much. Right, you just look at but it. I'm not trying to downplay it, but you, they taste good. You made them really good. Thank you. Moist and yeah. The, the only other thing I did do is I uh, revisited the poor man's burnt ends. Yeah, I did that the yep. day before. I'm like, you know what? We're gonna cook them. I'll just throw them a slow cooker or a crock pot, and, and then turn them on, warm them up, and uh, just let it be. And oh I, yeah, I, I grabbed a couple of scoopfuls of those, and they were as good as I remember them. So yeah, yeah, they turned out good. I thought um, that might also help with the caramelizing. So I kind of yanked them a little bit earlier. Um, 
from from the from the fire the first day figuring hey they're gonna get hot i turned them on high just to try getting that sauce to kind of evaporate and caramelize on them sure and kind of finish them off nice um yeah so i mean i, I think it turned out all right um even though it, it was supposed to storm and it it did luckily it held off long enough for sure yeah that was the day it was like you said it was supposed to storm and we ended up kind of dodging the raindrops and lucky you have a nice big garage where you can host parties and everything. Right. Everyone was able to kind of pack in there, but well, um, so let's get on to, uh, the last topic, uh, kind of feature Nick here. Um, it's actually the, the what we're going to talk about. I had, I had never heard about until he told me about it. Uh, Nick, why don't you tell us what exactly, uh, the cook you did? So I, uh, cooked the stuffed crown roast. Stuffed crown roast. What in the world is that? So a crown roast is uh, a regular pork loin with the bones in it, and then the bones are Frenched, and they're facing up towards like the sky, if you will. Where do you get something like that? Uh, your local butcher. Okay, that's probably probably something you have to ask for. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of deal. What does something like that go for, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I want to say we did a smaller one. It was like I think like sixty bucks. Okay. And that's something like you got the smaller one just to experiment or have you done this before? Uh, I've actually, we've done it in the oven before, never on the smoker. So, uh, okay. So I'm guessing it comes laying flat, almost like a rack of ribs or like a rack of lamb, right? Yeah. So you could either get it, you know, already into the crown or you get it basically flat. And then you basically take a butcher's twine and then you stand it up with the bones up in the air and you kind of tie it together. Okay. And then typically you need, I mean, you have to have at least eight, eight to 12 probably bones because oh. otherwise it doesn't make a full crown. How many, how many people does that feed? Uh, we fed six. And it, is that your main course? Like, uh, uh, say you got yeah. a rack of ribs type of thing, like that's what everyone's going to be eating? Yep. Okay. So you, you said it was stuffed. I don't want I don't want to jump too far ahead here. So how 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 did you season it? Did you treat it like um like pork chops, uh like ribs? Uh, I mean how did how what did how that how did you go about seasoning them? What? Well, I, uh, <laughs> I did the rosemary, minced garlic, uh salt, and then coarse ground pepper. And then while it was cooking I was uh, spritzing it with uh, apple cider. Okay. So you, you said it was stuffed. Did you, uh, before you put it on, I mean, did you put stuff inside of it and cook it with, you know, like a, a stuffing, so to say? Yeah. So I didn't do anything too fancy, but we grabbed uh, just a normal off the shelf box of uh, stuffing. And oh. then you made the stuff and then you just put it on top in the crown. So I actually was just kind of joking by calling it stuffing, seeing you're stuffing it and you actually went straight and up, straight up stuffing and you went straight up no, stuffing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you use? You use your pellet grill for that or? Uh, I did. Okay. What's your, what was your time and temp? So I did it in like two stages ironically. So the first stage I kind of tried to get like the, the crust forming and like the outside to kind of get charred up a little bit. So I cooked at 425 for 30 minutes. And then after the 30 minutes, I brought it down to 325. And then we ran that for, I think it was like two hours until we got to our internal temp of like 150. Okay, so you cooked it uh, kind of like a, a 
pork chop or pork loin. Yeah, that, that essentially. Sense, yeah. yeah, and I, I know that that style. You know, that hitting it with that that heat. You know, I've, I've not gonna say it was a phenomenal uh, quality, but uh, I got a um, wow prime rib just oh, from yeah. the local store, and so we did it a couple times right around Christmas. And uh, I just did it in the oven. Yeah, most of those recipes say, "Boom!" You hit it, hit it with that heat, and then you drop it. So it's yeah. you kind of, you kind of smack it in the face, and then lower it so you don't sure. overcook it. Cook it slower. Sure. Yeah. Reverse sear it, basically. Um, yep. What temp did you pull it at? I pulled it at like one fifty. Okay, so just I think pork is one forty-five. So I just yeah. just passed that. Awesome. So how did yep. it tur- how did it turn out? Oh, it was phenomenal. It was still real tender and juicy. Did you sauce it at all? Uh, I did not sauce it on like together, but I did have barbecue sauce on my plate that I was okay. dipping. Dip to each their own on, on on whether or not to have sauce. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's kind of like a pork chop, pork loin. So I mean, not all, everyone's going to use barbecue sauce and stuff like that. No, I'm I'm just as guilty of of going and buying the box stuffing, right? Especially. Especially come winter time when we're not really grilling all that much, and uh, get pork chops. Even put them in the oven. I'll I'll get stuffing. You know, some mashed. But I won't even lie. It's like the Idaho bagged Idaho mashed bags. potatoes. So I like them. I like them. Yeah, that's fine. You know, it's fine. They're if you, quick. If you're just, yeah, if you're just looking for the the potato itself. Yeah, it's a yeah. good quick quick meal. Those both right. get done in ten minutes. So. Uh, what I really have never had, that to, at least to my knowledge, is stuffing that was actually stuffed. So did did um, did the, that stuffing take on a taste of 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 the rib roast or or vice versa? Um. Well, I I uh, let's see. I think I used like oak wood, so it didn't really have a heavy smoke flavor to it. So it kind of just kind of kept it like moist. So the okay. top kind of a little bit of a crust to it, and then it was like kind of it was more for like flavor, I, I guess. Right, right. So you didn't notice uh, none of that like rib flavor got into it. Just kept it real moist from from the juices. Yeah, it wasn't overpowering or anything. Okay. Uh, would you do it again, or would you make that again? Oh, for sure. Okay. I, I mean, at sixty bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. Go. <laughs> especially for like entertaining for like a holiday or something. It's pretty simple, and it's not a whole lot of work to do it and it's something you know out of the normal right whatever. and it, it's a and in ways it's a, it's art in it's in itself you know you look at it it's like what is this you and, have and honestly that's that's fairly cheap 60 bucks feeding six people 10 bucks yeah. a person yeah and it's it's not like it's a you know it's a good cut of meat you know of right. pork right and everyone's happy yeah yeah all right we're gonna have to Boy. try that yeah that does sound good or we just let nick cook it there again, his expense, and we'll just crash it. Yeah, that makes sense. Let us know, yeah. Nick, when you're yeah, going to do it again. Let us know. We'll just come on over, and we'll bring, like, a bag of potato chips or something. You know, we'll, we'll pull our weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you some uh, some, some cheap beer. <laughs> Expired go. beer. Expired beer. <laughs> oh, come on, man. All right. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds interesting. That's, like I said, before... Um, before you mentioned that you cook that, I had I had never heard of it. So um, it's always cool. It seems like you you you're one that finds some of those um, rare things to to try. Even if it, I'm not saying exotic, you know necessarily. No. But yeah. um, 
different ways of doing things. I mean, even looking back to the pizza, I would have never thought use I, that sauce. I, I would add it to your, so Matt, you didn't talk, I don't think you talked about it, but tomahawk steaks, Yeah, right? Like tomahawk. I'm not going to spend that much money on I a t- steak. I tell you what though, but. like I, I love ribeyes and I think I touched on it a little bit. I, I, I actually went to, you know, those big stores, Costco, sure. Sam's Club, won't say which one it was. It was one of those two. And I was actually hoping to find pork shoulder for the uh, graduation party. And I, I'm no lie, guys. I stood there probably for 10 minutes, walked away. We continued shopping. We were about done. And I went back to the meat section. And I was just sitting there. And I'm holding this. It came in a two-pack of tomahawk steaks. I'm just holding it in my hand. Like, do I do it? Do I do it? And I finally, I'm like, you know what? I, I've only seen this one other time. Screw, I'm, I'm going to do it. So, I, it, so I got it. Um, the thing is, is like, I, I love the ribeyes and a lot of times when you get a ribeye, uh, even an inch, but yeah, that's probably pretty common, right? About inch, inch thick. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more yeah. inch, a little, little over maybe. Um, and you have that, 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 some of that fat in there that, you know, you're always, you always have a little bit on the side of your plate. The beautiful marbleization. Yeah. But some, yeah, I mean, marbling, but then you still have that like little strip that you're oh, not really like going to yeah, you're not going to eat that. But. So, I mean, on this one, I I decided I wasn't going to, you know, go ballsy on it. I I, I said I'm going to sear it and then get it off. I don't want to get it close to temp and then sear it and just kill it. Right. So, and, and it was, I mean, I'm sitting there with my tongs, get that fat on, on that back. I mean, this thing turned out, it turned out very tender. And you didn't, I didn't notice that, that, that area of fat. I mean, there was very little waste to that. Sure. I cut it off the bone and sliced it, and then we just grabbed it. And there was a little bit of fat, but no, it was actually really good. Very tender. So with those, you said you got a two-pack? It was a two-pack. Two-pack for how much? Oh, man. Is that also? Yeah, it I wasn't cheap. 60, right? I, I want to say it was, I think it, it was a little bit cheaper than the ribeye. I think a ribeye steak, they were selling at like $15 and some change a pound, and this one was like a, a dollar cheaper. Okay. But you were looking; it was probably five, six pounds, sure, uh, oh, yeah. of meat. So, and yeah, it was like sixty or. Eight. And I'm like, man, I shouldn't do this. Five, I got five, six pounds of meat. Yeah. Wow. Well, with the bone, I mean, the bone wasn't massive like you see yeah. some some of these pictures. It was it was shorter, but okay. probably eight inches off the meat. And so, it, so one steak fed you alone, or no? Was there... We we did it was uh, me and the wife, uh, the first one. I thought the kid uh, was going to be around, but she wasn't. So uh, I saved the other one, and then sure. she ended up. No, she got some of the second one, but yeah, the the, the one was enough for the two of us. Awesome. Okay, so thirty bucks to feed two people. I'm just trying to do the math in right. my head here, you know. So four people, you know, double date night, get a couple of tomahawks. Well, yeah, I mean, and, if- and uh, top it off with some. Uh, uh, pre pre cooked mashed potatoes. Pre cooked mashed potatoes. Oh no, you the they're mi- not the microwave. <laughs> just add water. I, no, I, I actually did not use that. I, I I the one time I did make mash. I did make baked potatoes. Um, what else did I throw on there? Oh, I just I uh, sautéed some uh, mushrooms and onions. Yeah, you got to have mushrooms and onions with your steak. Yes. I mean, bare minimum. Yeah. But all right, um, is that is that all we got? I, I think that's that's all we got. Unless uh, you got anything else, sad Nick. No, no, not really. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your story. That's that's cool. I'm going to have to check it out next time I'm at the butcher shop. Or like we said, uh, feel free to go pick one up and 
and fight. You know what? We, we could make it an event. We could do like a, maybe a live feed. And you can even be on video and stuff. And cool, think man. Of how cool that would be. Yeah, I'll I'll see you Tuesday then. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. There we are. Yeah. Tuesday night. Cool man. All right. Well, there again. Thanks, Nick, for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Um, you, you always got something a little bit different uh, in your back pocket there. So it's good to have that yeah. different perspective. Yeah. All right. Yeah, awesome. thanks for having me. Thanks. All right. Well, with that being said, I'm let's, Matt. Let's wrap it up, man. I'm Jamie. And we are Shade Tree Chefs. Yeah.